and we're back. Um, and you guys were deciding to go to the rusty knife, right? Okay. You uh, make your way. The rusty knife and like the burnout is behind the barracks. You could either walk through the barracks to get to the burnout, or you could go around. Uh, if you're looking at a map, the entrance to the that you just came in, there's a small path to the left of you that takes you straight to the burnout. Uh, the fastest way, please. Alright. Yeah, I would rather way. not just chill in a place called the burnout outside of the rusty knife. <laughs> Lilith is keeping her shawls and stuff up and is very close behind Brigitte. <laughs> Vezev's danger sense is always tangling, but it is tangling especially hard right now. As you get to the burnout, there are old juggernauts, um, there are dragonborn, there are orcs, uh, and they all look of many years, and they're kind of, you know, one of them smoking a pipe. Um, they look like rough and tough kind of people. This, they're still out on the streets, and it's well after dark. Uh, morning is not for a few hours. And then you see it, the rusty knife. It's a little, it looks like a repurposed alley, kind of like um, they took the space between two buildings and turned it into a little uh, shotgun kind of bar situation. There's a guy, at the, there's a, a, a half-orc at the door, and he's got his arms crossed, and it looks like he's letting people in. Some of them come in, some of them he turns away. I'll lead the way. And is this a place that you frequent? I think so, yeah. Alright, so the, the orc at the door is like, Frigga, how you been? Haven't seen you in a while. Come on in, come on in. Good to see you. What's the doorman's name? Uh, the doorman's name is Rusty. Rusty. It's Rusty. his bar. Rusty the door guy. Good to see you, Rusty. How's the knife? Same old, same old. You know? None of the cactus heads giving you any trouble? Ah. Well, you know how they can be. They're, they're always off in their own world, but I stick to the drunkards. Those are my people. Rusty, do you know where I might be able to pick Same. up a game of poker? Inside. Oh. Any particularly, uh, any people that are particularly free with their, with their coin? Get them all drunk enough and I'm sure they'll all be. Fair point. Rusty's a smart man. Well? He is. It's good to see you, Rusty. I'm heading in. You know how to get in. Go ahead. As you walk in through this entryway, it's very confusing because the outside looked like it was leading you straight into a bar, but as you get there, it's a dirt floor with a cellar. And Frigga, you know that the bar is underneath the city. Yeah, I'm just heading heading down. Okay. Uh, I, do you guys stay behind? Oh no, I'm gonna you? go. I'm going yeah. down. Okay. I'm ready to earn that money. I gotta bargain these poor tent rolls. I know. <laughs> so you walk in. It's a smoky, seedy bar. Um. There are uh, billiards tables over to the left. To the right is the bar. Um, there's a very sad uh, bard doing a Tom Waits kind of session where he's got that gravelly voice and he's sitting at like a, a, a piano type thing, maybe like a harpsichord, and he's doing this gravelly, like, 
this world's version of Leonard Cohen's I'm Your Man. I don't know who Except Tom it's Waits I'm is. Your Orc. You don't know who Tom Waits is? The only thing that's coming up in my mind is, like, the villain bar in the Shrek movie. Oh my god. Alright, well, we gotta learn you something. We gotta I'm learn sorry. you something today. Tom Waits, like, has a really gravelly voice. Okay. Um, so like the guy in the villains. Okay, yeah, I was right. The villain bar in the Shrek Tom Waits is the exact opposite of Bob Dylan. Tommy the cat. Yeah, where where Bob Dylan sounds kind of like a harmonica, Tom Waits sounds like rocks in a blender. Sounds like the same <laughs> harmonica run over. He sounds like, imagine you got a god gifted an ashtray with sentience and life. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what Tom Waits sounds like. So that's what he's doing. Um, okay. Then, you know, there's a few tables, most of them occupied. Uh, two of them are empty, one kind of towards the entrance, and one all the way in the back of the bar looks open. And there are, again, the same kind of mix of people, except down here there's also tieflings. So you've got tieflings, you've got orcs, you've got war, uh, well, this world's warforged, which are juggernaut, cybernetically enhanced beings. Um, and the guy working the bar is a warforged that has, um, completely bionic arms. Hmm. Well, that's neat. Mm -hmm. Who's playing cards? Uh, there is a table of, looks to be three dragonborns. You're not really sure what card game they are playing, but they are playing a card game. Can I size up the, like, how much money they're playing with, roughly? Uh, it looks to be uh, a fairly large pot of silver. Uh, would you gents be interested in another player, maybe? They look up from their cards and size you up, and they're like, have you got coin? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna take out, like, 50 gold. Hey, <laughs> slide out of chair. <laughs> they're like, come on, sit, stay a while. Oh, I'm just, I'm so bad at these games, you know. I'm, I'm gonna put your... Put my hand on your shoulder and say, keep your wits about you. And then I'm going to walk away. You know, would you boys like a round while I'm at it? Oh, this guy's talking our language. Who are you, newcomer? Ah, uh, Vezev. Nice to meet you. I'll offer a hand. They, uh, they take your hand and they, they give you a hearty handshake, all of them. They're like, uh, I am, uh, I'm Thrush. This is Beats. And that's brash. I'm sorry, the orc names get me every time. Oh, these are dragonborn. That's fair. But they do have they... very orcish names. Were they adopted by orcs? Maybe. You don't know. I need I need a whole backstory. I'm not giving you a whole backstory for these seedy men need, in a bar. I need a new session that's just about these guys. Do you know of any drinks that Frigga walked away? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get those drinks. I'll be right back, gentlemen. I'm gonna take my coin with me. Um Frigga, do you know any drinks around here that are stronger than their flavor might imply? Is do I? This place is known for overpouring. Oh, so nice. almost every cocktail on the menu. Uh, bartender, I would like three very strong drinks. Very important that you cannot taste the alcohol. And one water. Alright. Interesting request. And, uh, he, his wrist 
bends, and as it does, a spout comes out of it, and he starts pouring this dark black liquid into a cup, and he makes three of those, and then he opens his other wrist, and he puts out a stream of dingy water. Mm. (laughs) Doesn't like it. Has some butter oil in it. How much do I owe you? Uh, For the lot, that's uh, chalk it up to two silver. I'll leave a two silver tip, too. Mighty fine of you. I'll uh, go back. I'll give them the drinks. I will drink. I'll down my water on my way there, and I'll walk up like. As you, <laughs> as you walk up with this little tray of the, this black liquid, their eyes get really wide, and they're like, "How'd you get him to pour this? Did you ask for the strongest stuff in the house?" Yeah, that's what I said. We're in for it tonight, boys, and they all kind of like punch each other on the shoulder, <laughs> and they salute their drinks and start taking up hearty gulps. The word of the day is hearty. True. Mm-hmm. And we don't have. We thought we didn't have a rogue for this game. Um, we're gonna put a pin in what Bezib's doing. The rest of you, what are you up to in this CD bar? She's on the table, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I'm just. I'm gonna. They have food, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get food for the table and uh, some drinks, and I'm gonna try and rely as heavily I, as I can on the goodwill of my hometown to get the price down as low as I can. Oh yeah, no, the the exuberant cost of the black drink is the black drink. Everything mm-hmm. else is basically on a copper yeah. system. Okay, gotcha. And Glau's not at the bar. Oh yeah, Glau's going to see his mom. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So me and Frigga, or me and me, God damn it, I'm doing now you're doing it. Hey. Me and Lilith are sitting at the table. Yeah. Me, you okay. And... Do you think they have milk? I. <laughs> I think. I think you're going to be disappointed. Um, we do have milk here. It's not from cows. There's a plethora of different things, mostly camel or horse. I thought you were going to say the word orcs. <laughs> orcs. <and orcs. laughs> in fact, in fact, some of some of the um, more entrepreneurial um, no. orc tribes from the steppes uh, who came with us. Right, they, I'm, I'm going to stop you there. They, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite a good drink. They fer- they actually ferment their horse milk. Right, that's, that, that was a wild ride, start to finish. When going. you said a plethora of milks, the first thing I thought of was, like, the bar gets a lot of milks and just makes well milk. <laughs> just mixes it all together. Just <laughs> some real bottom shelf milk. Well, how about this? Uh, as a non-drinker, what would you suggest I get? Hmm. Well. They make Shirley Temples. Non-alcoholic, <laughs> but you are a lily-livered mini if you order one. Yeah, I mean, there's watered-down ale too. I would recommend something with at least a little bit in it, just as long as I can't taste it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we'll be able to find you something. Uh, the same juggernaut who you know is as Cyrus mm-hmm. walks up, the one with the wrist dispensers. <clears throat> Walks up and he's like, Frigga, good to see you, good to you see you. Well, Cyrus, how has it been? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Get a part replaced here, another one breaks. 
these bodies are just not what they used to be, and, you know, with, uh, with Miss Shadowsteel being the only one that fixes us juggernauts around here, well, I think we got a short life expectancy, but, you know, I'm trying to keep positive, I'm trying to keep positive. I, I do have this great gig at this bar. Can't complain, Frigga, can't complain. How have you been? How was the, uh, ceremony? Interesting. Interesting. Not always in a good way, either. Um, has news not traveled yet from Vanatara? Well, no, uh, not from Venatara or from Aberon, where you were. Between between you and me, or no, yeah, Aberon, excuse me. You're good. Uh, between you and me, and I wouldn't make this well known, Cyrus. I know you can keep your, your lid on it. Of course. But, uh, there was some botched assassination attempt at the ceremony. Give Yankee. Would you believe it, Githyanki? In this far into our Aberon, that far into our borders, it skin is, out of town. Well, we were. Well, I was tasked by Zer to look into it. With this is Lilith, by the way. Nice to meet you. Yes. He offers a hand. She sheepishly, but has a very, very firm grip. When you get that firm grip, you feel like a creaking in the metal of his hand, and he's like, Oh, <laughs> careful, that part's not as sturdy as it used to be. I'm held hearing together that, by duct tape. Hearing that creak, because she doesn't have a lot of experience, she kind of jolts away a little bit, but eases up as she puts her hand back down and kind of cocks her head Cyrus, to the side. Had, okay. Cyrus here isn't exactly combat retrofitted anymore. Yeah, don't, don't be afraid, you know, I... I used to have uh, big cannons on these arms, and now, and he, go, he pulls out an empty glass and just opens his opens his wrist, and he dispenses uh, that murky, dingy water. And it's like now, I'm one hell of a bartender. So <laughs> one hell of a bartender. <laughs> God, I had to. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, well. I guess I'll leave you to your investigation. I'm not sure why you came to the knife, but... Well, R &R. We, we, just, we just came in off of the desert, actually. Oh, no kidding. Had some run-ins with some of Godo's men. And then Godo himself. <laughs> you saw Godo and lived to tell the tale. Well, I was as surprised <laughs> as you were. But, you you, you know Shadowsteel's son, yeah? Shadowsteel's son, yeah, of course. Wow. I, I mean, God, I haven't seen him since he was just well, a he's, whelp. He's with me now. Oh. And How's I, that going? He likes, <laughs> he likes to talk. And I thought we might die, to be honest. But somehow, Vezov there, and I point over to the poker game, he convinced him to escort us to Kakeron. He wouldn't come any closer. But I uh, had my eye on him the whole time. I was... Ready to strike and possibly, probably die. I was... You know, he's gonna come to collect that debt one day. Oh, I know. To, much to my chagrin. I didn't really have... It seemed unwise at the time to bring that up so publicly to my compatriots. Given the delicate situation we were in. But... It is what it is. He goes to, like pat you heavily on the shoulder, and as he does, his hand falls off. Let me get, let me get that for you. I'm uh, gonna, like... Twist it back yeah, on for him. He's on. like, ah, oh, thanks, and he 
kind of rotates it in a 360 mm -hmm. until it locks back into place. And he's like, well, those drinks ain't going to serve themselves. I'll leave you guys to it. Um, oh, uh, don't forget to say hi to uh, Billy Ray over there. And he points to the Tom Raitt singer, and he's like, he's having a rough time lately. I can tell, yeah. It's much more dirty than it normally is. I... I think that Contessa went and broke his heart, but... I was gonna ask if someone broke his heart. It's a shame, you know, he just hasn't been the same ever since. He's been singing that I'm your orc song for the last, you know, three days. I'm perhaps as... I've seen a lot of these boys become young men, become orcish warriors, and... They, they put they put they put up a hard front, but ah. some of them are sweethearts. Some of them are idiots, and the idiots I've been known to throw around a time or two. But well, old Billy Ray is probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. So to be honest, yes. And he uh, nods and he nods at you, Lilith, and he walks back behind the bar. And uh, then we're gonna put a pin in that Glau. Um, you. Walk to your mother's house, where it used to be, and you find that it is empty. Completely gutted. Oh, no. Was there anyone around me? Uh, not in the Juggernaut District, at the Juggernaut Alley at this time, no. People are... Well, Juggernauts don't need sleep, so they're just in their dwellings. You could probably knock on somebody's door or something, but... I'm just gonna yell really loudly, Hail and well met! As you do, somebody's like, SHUT UP! Uh, quick question, sir. Yeah? Uh, where could I find the Shadow Steel? The makeshift anima. Perfect. Uh, and where is that? It's been a, f a few years since I've been here. You're gonna take a left on Kentucky? <laughs> straight on to Albuquerque? Oh my god. And then right down there past Cyprus. Perfect. Uh, so I head that way, I make a wrong turn, I think to myself, I'm on Albuquerque anymore, and then I, I correct and go <laughs> to the table. Um, oh, the names have been just killed today. The makeshift anima, uh, you would know, was once your father's shop where he, you know, it, it's, it feels crude to call it a shop because what he did was surgery. He implemented cybernetic enhancements and arconic enhancements into the people of Kakeron. And he did that for many years at a shop called the Makeshift Anima. Uh, your father, as you know, uh, passed about a hundred years ago. You got a letter from your mother. Uh, and uh, he, he, went, he went gently into that night. It wasn't a traumatic thing. It was time for him to go. Uh, your mother, who's uh, about a hundred years younger than your father's, Last you heard, last you wrote, she was doing well. Um, but her house is gone, and you don't know why. She never mentioned that in her letters. But as you approach the makeshift anima, it is well lit. Um, flying outside of it, uh, per well, not flying, but perched on uh, a little notch outside of it, you see one of your mother's uh, mail carrier pigeons. And... Um, you know, it's that very ornate uh, porcelain with flowers drawn all over it, but it's a, it's a pigeon, painted, not drawn. And it's waiting there, and it kind of 
chirps its little head to the side at you. I chirp back and turn my head the other way. It starts doing that thing that, like, budgies do when they hear really fucking hype music. I'm pantomiming it, but you guys can't see it. Oh, God. <laughs> and you, you see through the window your mom is tinkering away at something at a desk. Like, uh, the desk is facing the wall, uh, and she's got her head down, and she's got her big old spectacle, her goggles on and these goggles the way they work is lens after lens after lens smaller smaller is smaller it pops like out. the dude from toy story mm-hmm cool. like a crocheting pair of goggles or something Perfect. but uh, instead of one lens that makes that it magnifies everything it's got like i'd say six lenses that get smaller and more magnifying as they go down uh, i'm going to touch the door mm-hmm. and i'm going to use an artificer tray that i haven't used yet okay Pause for processing. Uh, I'm using my magical tinkering to uh, make it make a make a, a chime when opened, and then I'm gonna open the door so that the chime alerts. So as your chime goes off, so does the bell above the door. So it's like, and then, ding, ding, as the little bell above the door opens, and she doesn't look away from her tinkering. She says, "Sorry, shop's closed." The shop is never closed for me, is it, mother? She stops, leans back, puts her tool down, takes off her goggles, turns around, and what you see is your mother, but many, many years on her since the last time you saw her. Um, and she clutches at her heart and says, Is that, is that my little ingot? <laughs> to me, I finally come back. By my moon and stars, Glau, what took you so long? Desert is far. Hot, cold, scorpions, a worm, some dude with red hair. You never change, do you, Glau? You never change. <laughs> Couldn't if I tried. What brings you to Kekaran? Uh, well, we are, um, I am adventuring with a party. As you, did you not receive my last letter? Oh, I did, but I didn't realize you would be coming here. I thought you had a job for me to I do. Didn't, I didn't know we'd be coming here either when I sent it. Hmm. That orc boy was nice, wasn't he? <laughs> oh yes, he was quite a quite a nice boy. I offered to uh, make his feet a little quicker, if you understand my meaning. But he didn't seem too interested in the idea. Give him a couple years; he'll come around. I'm afraid the art of making juggernauts is dying. I never, I never had the skill set that your father had. Really, I made the machines; he did the enhancements, but, you know, I, I, I make an okay living here, fixing up the ones that your father helped make. Anyway, Glau, it's so good to see you, and she pulls you in for a big hug. I hug her back. And she's staring at you, looking you in the eyes, and she says, you know, I... I lost the house, Glau. I, I saw that. That was the first place I went, and I was, I was worried when I didn't see you there. But I'm glad to see you here, as long as you have somewhere. Sir, he's a, he's a good man, and he offered to let me keep it. But, uh, I don't, I don't need it when the shop is this big. You know, I've got a nice little cot set up upstairs and a half kitchen. I, 
I, there, there was too many memories. Everywhere I looked, I saw your father. Not that it's much different here, but at least here I've got my work to keep me busy. And as she says that, uh, you notice behind her what she was working on is um, one of her male carrier pigeons, but this one's much, much bigger than the typical one she makes. And she's got like a birdcage uh, to the left of her desk filled with like five of these pigeon, these clockwork pigeons. Why she puts them in a cage when they are clockwork and obey her, who knows? But maybe it makes her feel better. Good luck, your pigeons, didn't you? I'm sensing some similarities here. Neurosis does not fall far from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I do for you, Glau? What brings you? Well, um, like I said, I've been traveling with this party, and um, they're down at the Rusty Knife. If you want to take a small break from your work, come have a good time. Out in the burnout. Oh, that is not a place for old women. That is not a place for someone like me, but... Ah, oh, you know, I haven't seen Cyrus in a while. Sure. Cyrus works there now, does he? Yes, Cyrus is there. You haven't seen Cyrus since you were very small. Surprised you remember him. Very... What am I now, Mother? Am I, am I big now? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even for a gnome, you are kind of... light. I... Have you been eating well? What are, <laughs> why have you lost so much weight, Glau? Oh, why would I eat? I have, I've had work to do. I've had levers to make. Oh, you're making levers. Or else would the children in the Vale get their toys? Good. I'm so glad to hear you're tinkering still. Well, the only thing that could keep me sane. let us head out. And you walk off into the night with your mother. She leads you the way to the burnout. Vesim, your card game. How's it going? What are you doing when you pull up and sit at the table with those very expensive drinks? So, I was, um, I was looking into it. Mm -hmm. And it seems like our options are to try and do this as like an intelligence contest. Or, I saw one that suggested some weird shit that was like, wisdom, do like a wisdom to know how much to bet, an intelligence and a charisma to bluff. I would say, um, if you're playing poker, yeah. uh, yes, intelligence to know when to hold them, to know and when and to fold them. them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> but, Almost exactly. Uh, if you want to cheat in any way, it will be sleight of hand. I'm not going to cheat. I'm a man of my word. Okay. I've got like 400 gold right now and like another 900 gold worth of gems. This 50 gold ain't much. All right. And out of character, Dom has been playing Yakuza. I have been playing <laughs> and Yakuza poker gambling. for literally hours on end. <laughs> for days. Um, yeah, so I'm going to... The first one I'm going to do without any poor rolls, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was going to say this is going to be like the first several hands. So I'd say like... I don't know. Probably like this is gonna be the first fifteen gold worth of bets out of my fifty. Okay. Uh, and I'm just gonna do straight knowledge, straight intelligence. And they'll roll contested. Fourteen. Okay. Straight intelligence roll. Believe it or not, not their strong suit. I oh. Gonna, can I wait? Sorry. If they if I get them drunk enough. And they get disadvantage. Mm-hmm. They're, on the first round of bets, they've only had, like, a few hearty gulps. Uh, next round of bets, they'll okay. have disadvantage. Okay. Because they'll be more to the bottom of their glass. Uh, I rolled a 14. Oh, they got a 12. So, you got, you won that round. Okay. 
And uh, as you do that, uh, Beats is like, Damn! I thought you didn't play card games. Oh, I don't, but I learn things pretty quickly. Lucky. I see. Yeah. Well, ante up, ante up. Let's go again. How much are you betting this time? And what did you bet the first time? Fifteen. Well, they... Fifteen gold? Yes. They just lost their whole pot. Oh, okay. Well... But... <laughs> wait. The whole pot, they slide it over to you, and they're like, well... We got other things we could bet, don't we, boys? Oh. All right. What are we in for today, gentlemen? Vincent is about to win us a house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that I'm going to win us a kidney. That's what I'm scared of. It's better than winning us a kid. That's fair. With a knee. What? Uh, that was so dumb. That was so stupid. Also, while we're Cut that out. what's Billy Ray's last name? And does he have a child? He doesn't have a last name. Okay. It's just okay. Billy Ray. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on! Wait a second! Ray. What do you mean he doesn't have a last name? Dog, his last name is Ray. Oh, okay. His first name is Bill, and his middle initial is E. Oh, okay. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> hey, Mona. I'm sorry. Hey, Mona. Alright. So, um... Oh, yeah, how much was the pot, just so I can... Uh, the pot, it had, uh... Let's see. Let's do a random number generator. Now I feel bad. This is the most random she's ever been to me. How much? You bet 15 gold? Yeah. Convert that to silver and then subtract, like, 20. So 130 silver? Yeah. He's like, all right. I don't know how to play force, force the fold out. Right. Your whole pot versus, let's see. Thrash says, uh, I've got this hammer. It's, uh, it's, it's magical. Oh. And, uh, uh, Beat says, and I've got this great axe. It's, it's all so magical. And then the one whose name I have forgotten says, uh, <laughs> I got a cleaver. It does something. Does the cleaver hack? Is that all it does? Something like that. All right. Murder can be magical. Well, I'll tell you what, boys. I'm gonna go get another drink, and then we'll play. And I will. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get an actual, like the black drink. You get it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go over to them. I'm gonna say, "Are we all ready to down it?" Yeah. Yeah. Do a cheers. I'll okay. knock it back in one go. Ooh, give me a con save. I'm gonna do it. Save. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. Eighteen. Uh, I was expecting to use your board hook. Nope. It tastes fantastic. Ooh. It's, it doesn't even taste like alcohol. There's no burn to it, this nothing. But as it hits your stomach, you get a woozy for a second, and then you're like, oh, no, I'm fine. This is fine. Oh, this is wonderful. All right. Are we ready, gentlemen? Uh, Thrash starts kind of wobbling around in his chair. He's like, yeah, we can, we can do this. My hammer, his axe. His cleaver for that entire pot that we just lost. Yep. And you're 15 gold. Yep. All right, I let's do it. I rolled a 26. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Why'd sorry. I even roll? I rolled a 24. Well, they got a 6. There goes my, there goes my 20, everyone. Well, all right. Well, you know what they say. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. 
And Thrash is like, man, that was... That was my whole salary. Thank God the gauntlet's coming up. Right, boys? Hmm? Don't know. Oh, the gauntlet. Kakeron's, uh... The Volkzar gauntlet. Yeah, you got a... Big, uh... Big, uh... Tournament. You got... Every new recruit has to compete for their rank. Okay. And, uh... Every old... Old general and... Old warlord has to show their stuff, so, I mean, but the prize is a lot of cash, you know. Even if you don't win the whole thing, you get a lot of, you get a lot of coin in the gauntlet. Is the gauntlet mostly just fighting? Oh, yeah, it's all fighting. It's oh. all. Well, it's all, and he puts up his fist and starts punching the air. He's like, it's all this, baby. I believe, it's all this. I believe in you, and you know what, gentlemen? You showed me such a good time. I'll give you the pot back. That's mighty decent of you, guy. It's just a gesture of goodwill, my man. Hey, and if we ever face each other in the gauntlet, just remember who it was. I'm going to give him a handshake. I'm going to put all my magic weapons in the bag. And I'm going to walk over to Fringa. All right. How'd it go? Well, pretty good. Pretty good? Not too bad. Um, Lilith, yeah. did you drink the murky water? No. Okay. <laughs> I got the black drink. Oh, you got the black drink. You need, did you drink the whole thing? Yeah, oh yeah. Do you need to roll a con save? Okay. Lilith, you should try the black drink. It's really, it's much better than I anticipated. It's really sweet. 23. Oh yeah, you're, you're kind of sure. It tastes as good as it always does mm -hmm. for you. Lilith is intrigued. It's like cherry-ish? I don't know. It's weird. I like it. Hey, be careful, though. If it... I point to the table that Vezza just came from. And they are, like, they swamped. Two, they were two in. I get, like, half. Half of one? Half yeah, one. I think half of one might be. Might be fine. And, listen, if there's a, if anything happens, I can find us some lodging here tonight. I will carry you myself if we need to. Uh, Cyrus overhears the conversation as he's walking by, and he, like, takes, like, not, like, a whiskey tumbler instead of a... Mm -hmm. Stein or like a tall glass for beer. Highball. And he, yeah. And he sprays out some of the black liquid and he's like, Someone's on the house. Just, uh, take care of it, okay? You know, take care of this one. I don't, I, newcomers to Kakeron usually don't take it as well as that guy did, as he points to Vezov. I got it, Cyrus. She yeah. kind of takes down her shawls and her face covering and her hair kind of twinkles and shovels out a little bit and. She just wide-eyed. Oh, God. Two-handed? Oh, no. What have we done? <laughs> Two-handed. No! Oh, God! She is both amused and very scared. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to let you roll your con save with advantage because you only took half of it. Okay. <laughs> are you going to do a ritual cast and see what these are? Yeah, while, while, we're, while we're sitting there, I'm going to dump it out on the table and start ritual casting, identifying on these. Ooh. So the hammer clouders to the table... The axe and the cleaver, which is just a hand axe. Um, so. <laughs> That's a 10. Oh, you said with advantage? Yeah, with advantage. Okay. Oh. You only have half. Yeah. These okay. are, these oh, are nice. That's a 17. Oh, yeah. It tastes very sweet. <laughs> and maybe you feel a little giddy, a little silly goofy, but you, you're not sick. You know, Lilith, okay. I feel like yeah. that would make an excellent cake. You're right. <laughs> um, to 
uh, tell you what you've got. You have the Hammer of Vitality. The bearer's maximum hit points increases by your constitution modifier when attuned to this item. These hit points are lost when you unattune. Hmm. Does it have an enhancement bonus as well? Okay. These are weak magic items, but they are magic items. They do count as magic items for the purposes of overcoming resistance. What do you mean? So, like... There, some things will have like resistance to bludgeoning, slashing, or oh yes, like, I, I, I see what you I see what you mean. I thought you meant like adversity in the face of being a weapon. I was like, that's a really oh. complicated question. I don't, I don't know why my brain was going there, but yes, they are magic in the sense of if it's like an it, as if if something has resistance to damages that are not non magical, these are magical. How these okay. weapons handle the social mores of magical weapons? Yeah, right. In the modern day. Um. Then you have the Great Axe of the Void. What? The Great Axe of the Void. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound good. Uh, this weapon cannot be detected by the Detect Magic spell unless it is touched. Huh. Huh. Okay. That's... That's not the effect I was expecting when you said Is it a two-handed hammer? It's a Great Axe, which I think can be wielded two-handed. Oh, the Hammer mm -hmm. of Vitality. Um, it's a light one, so no. Okay. Interesting. And then, the final thing you found is the Cleaver of Indifference. It's a weapon. It's a, a duh. It's a hand axe. And it's uh, uh, the bearer of it no longer feels any emotions. They have immunity to fear effects, but disadvantage on insight and performance checks. And if they have the ability to rage, they do not while they are attuned to this item. Weird. That's really weird. Okay. Um, so it can't be frightened? Immunity to fear, disadvantage on insight and performance. Okay. Anything that requires emotion, done. And yeah. I, if you choose to attune, if anybody chooses to attune to this item, you will have to roleplay without the thing. I think it's better to be sold for the narrative sake of the podcast, but yes. I feel like we could maybe convince Scorpius to use this. You don't remember Scorpius. Oh, that's right! <laughs> Out of, Scorpius out of, doesn't exist. In the meta, I feel like we could convince Scorpius to use this. <laughs> if only there were a member of our party that weren't so even-keeled. Maybe Glau? Glau, how would you feel about not? <laughs> <laughs> how would you feel about not? <laughs> That's funny. Well, Glau's not there. You were talking to a wall. Well, uh, the black drink is a little more popular. You're, you're more drunk than you thought. <laughs> Truly after, uh, you... Hey, I put on a show for those men, right? <laughs> Truly after you, uh, get all these items sorted out, I assume you, Frigga, and Lilith have just been chatting away. Uh, that's when Glau... And, uh, what is... What is Mama Shadow Steel's first name? Mama. Lila. Sure, Lila. Cool. Lila Shadow Steel. Uh, so you see Glau walk in with a white, wiry-haired gnome who's kind of, uh, got a lot of years on her. And she's got a tinker's tool belt around her waist. It's very obvious that this is, this is Mrs. Shadowsteel. So she's not a juggernaut? Uh, she, you don't know if she is or not yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to immediately walk up to Cyrus. Hey, Cyrus, it's been... A while. How are the arms holding up? 
He says, oh, wow, hey, and he goes to wave at you vigorously, and his hand goes flying. And he says, uh... <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll get that for you. I pick up his hand, I pull off my right leather glove, which no one has seen me take off before, and uh, it's a robotic hand that is also my Tinkerer's tools. Mm -hmm. And I go about reattaching the hand in a more permanent way, with still allowing movement. Uh, as you tinker at it, um, his wrist rotates. He articulates every finger, every joint. He's like, wow! Damn! Hasn't felt that good in a while. I'll be honest, I haven't been able to afford to go see your mom in quite some time. Oh, your mom's here! Hi, Lila! How how are you? She's like, oh, Cyrus, I'm good, I'm good. You know, you don't have to pay me to get your hand fixed. And Cyrus is like, oh, I wouldn't. Wouldn't feel right if I couldn't, ma'am. Go on, have a seat. First one's on me. Your friends are over there. And they point to the table that Frigga, Claire, I mean Frigga, Glau, uh, damn it, Frigga, Vesiv, and Lilith are sitting at. Make the DM roleplay with themselves more. I know. Mm -mm. More. <laughs> I'm very invested in this conversation. <laughs> I demand one man show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take, um... If you could bring over a couple of those, uh, what is that special you guys have here? I remember hearing tale of it when I was younger. Oh! Uh, the lily root. Is that what you're talking about? The lily root drink? Yeah. Yes. Um, the black one, right? Yes, yes. Should How not have that... said it would be on me if it was going to be that expensive. And he <laughs> opens his wrist and he pours out two highball... You know, like pint glasses of it. Uh, how does this mix with the hallucinogenic cactuses that uh, one may have keep theoretically it. gotten from a? Keep your voice down, Glau. You know that Rusty can't stand that stuff. Oh, Rusty can eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I I don't know how it mixes. I never could handle hallucinogenics myself. You know, they say if you got too much going on up here, and he points to his temple, and that's when you see like a little. Frankenstein bolt coming out of it. He's like, you got too much going on up here. I feel like... You're not supposed to trip. Hearing Glau say the words of hallucinogens, Vezev almost interrupts his identify spells and is like, no. No. <laughs> not today. Glau has a magic mushroom. Oh, it God. will be used eventually. Uh, Glau is just going to immediately down the drink and leave the glass on the counter. Give me that con save, baby. <laughs> yes. What is it? Um, let's see. I got a con save. Uh, that is a 16. Damn it. Uh, Glau has a surprisingly high con save. I just want to see someone yarts, alright? <laughs> Glau has a plus four for some reason. I have a plus three. Um, you're fine. It tastes sweet, cherry, and floral. Oh, it's exactly how it was described. Glad you like it. It's a special batch. Made it with love. Don't tell the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. And he goes back to college. Lilith just kind of grins and how sweet. <laughs> you know, I think that um, maybe having that in his system is not doing too well in staying a sober bartender. Some of it must be leaking. Your mom pipes up and is like... Well, Oh, Cyrus, he, surely he doesn't have a leak. He would come see me. Surely he wouldn't let a matter of coin stop him from... Cloud, do you think I'm too expensive? 
I don't even know your prices. Not good enough to keep the house, I'm afraid. Well, it seems cheap to me. Well, you know, when when many of the juggernauts left to go travel the desert, I kind of lost some clientele. Uh, speaking of the juggernauts in the desert, um, we were just at the Camp Blackburn? Camp Black Crow? Black Crow. <laughs> Yes, uh, there is a juggernaut there that I believe needs some assistance, and I didn't have, uh, unfortunately, this, and I hold up my little robot hand, uh, mm -hmm. just wasn't enough to be able to fix what she had going on. Um, her name is Charletta, and there seem to be some missing wires in the cranium. Missing wires? Fascinating. She shouldn't even be able to function if uh, she was, uh, the mainframe is... Functioning well enough to see the future. Glau, you say the most absurd things. She gave me this mushroom. Cactus. Is it a mushroom or is it a cactus, Glau? It looks like a cactus. <laughs> I don't know the difference, Mother. They didn't teach us that in school. There are not mushrooms in this area. You didn't go to school, Glau. Oh, you're right. You're <laughs> right. explains so much. <laughs> Father knew I should learn the trade. She looks at the, the, uh, the three of you and she's like, I... Thank you for traveling with my, my son here. Oh, I'm being, I'm being rude. This is Lilith, Frigga, and Vezuv. Ah, very nice to meet you all. You're, you're I'm sure you have Frigga. We've, we've met, but thank you. A bit. <laughs> well, when you introduce Frigga, she's like, I, I know Frigga. Okay. Frigga's, Frigga's been around, Kakeron. And then she, uh, as you twinkle your fingers at her, she twinkles hers at you. And she, like Glau, always wears gloves. She's got gloves on. Um, and she's also wearing, like, big mechanics overalls with a dingy white shirt underneath it. She, she's got her hair tied up in a little bandana, and you just see the white wiry bits sticking out the bottom by the neck. Um, that's about as much as I need to describe Glau's mom. I just love her already. Lila. Hello, ma'am. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Pleasure. Hey, mother. She takes a little sip of her drink. And she's like, oh, that is quite good. Also, Lilith, uh, take this hammer. She kind of, like, maybe, how heavy is it? Maybe put it in the bag. And it's a it. light hammer. Yeah. She's still struggling a little bit. Kind of like... <coughs> You're using a mace right now, yes? Keep keep hold of it for a little bit. We'll go over it later. She's kind of looking over it confused, but... I'll take it, yeah. You've told me what it does, right? She hands it back to you to yeah. put in the bag of holding. Uh, well, you have to... Well, you see. You have to hold on to this for a little bit. Maybe just put it in your bag. I'll take your mace. Oh, okay. We'll go she over it later. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I understand that you are having a first <coughs> drink. Don't worry about it, alright? It'll be fine. She kind of... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord, what have you done to Lilith? Okay, well, um, to the matter at hand, are you, you've got my letter. Oh, yes, um, to fix, <laughs> to fix the, the fire of Drogaldor, I'm afraid I don't have the components. Oh, and what else do you need? A scale of a dragon. Well, do I have <laughs> some incredible news? 
Why do I think she was finished? That was thing number one on the list. That is one of the things I need, Glau, and if you've managed to come across one, well, that's half the battle. <laughs> I also need the tears of a fire elemental. Mm. They can be found it in your father's schematics. I have no idea where he procured such ingredients. If he ever did, this could all be theory. He was a man of very many theories. How do we make that a fire elemental? Is how I lost my hand. You tell it to a very bad joke. Mm. Yeah, or you call it names. Mm, let me see. Well, yeah. have you got that the tears of a fire, fire elemental? elemental? No, do you know where we can find a fire elemental? Yeah, can we find a fire elemental to harass? Maybe. Body shame, maybe? <laughs> yes. Can we body shame the fire elemental? I, You're I not even a white flame. <laughs> whatever works to make her cry, I uh, make her, him, them cry. If I learn sending, can I cyberbully this fuck? Can I, can I invent the concept of cyberbullying? Uh, we have to make sure that our courier friend is near it to collect the tears. Jesus. How fresh do the tears have to be? Oh, they don't have to be fresh. I mean, the tears of a fire elemental burn for, for days. You have to find a way to procure them. You have to get the tears. You have to make the fire elemental cry. They have to find a way to safely transport them. Usually, a a, a glass bottle of considerable thickness will work. Okay. So uh, and as for their location, I no one's heard of fire elementals traversing the desert in many years. But from what I know, they uh they used to dwell around the Iron Mountains. Can I roll an Arcana check to see if I know where I can find a fire elemental? Hey, Vesuv, can you uh sit there? Uh, Fifteen on that roll and get my piece. Iron Mountains. The peaks of the Iron Mountains. Nice. Hey, Vazif, can you send a text to our uh, our redheaded friend? Um, See if he knows anything more about fire elementals. Um. Sure. Oh, wait, when you have the sending, we have a sending stuff number. <laughs> hey, Beeb. Um. Yeah. Hey, what? All in Leeds. Beeb. W I D. Miss you. <laughs> Winky emoji. Fire elemental tears? Question mark. Well, okay, so it's not texting. You have to speak uh, into the oh. sound. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is a house phone. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like um, a BlackBerry. But I know where they are. They're, 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 what are they called? The Iron Peaks. The Iron Mountains and the peaks of them are where you would find a fire elemental. Perfect. We will. So we can picture those. Here is the dragon scale. I'll I'll keep it safe, and she puts it in a pouch in her tinkerer's tool belt. And as for the other thing I mentioned in the letter, any weird activity that you've noticed, specifically from the house of um, a big smelly friend in charge? Now that you mention it, mm. I can't really think of anything that's been out of place except maybe. Hmm. I don't know, it just seems... Zer and the rest of them on the court, no offense, Frigga, are just not as excited for the gauntlet this year as they usually are. They've not woven any banners, or... I'm not sure. Yes. And Zer's been seen without his moonblade in public, which, you know, I'm not one Wait. to judge. Maybe he just left it at home. He's not been carrying it. No, he's not been... You know, he's never seen without that thing. It's quite an impressive blade, but he's... You know, he didn't have it when he left for Deveron, and he hasn't had it since he's been back. So he is back in town. We will, we will have to Wait, talk he to didn't him. have it when we were 
out of character he didn't have it when we were no he opted to use a different sword he you did notice he was using a different sword but the thought didn't occur to you that he didn't have it he didn't mention anything about it at that point mm -mm. he's not mentioned anything about not having the blade but it's very weird because uh between between you and the rest of us uh it seems all signs are pointing towards the Moonblade being what caused the um, disturbance in Dragaldor in the first place. What disturbance do you mean? Uh, the scale. How I obtained it. So that's how Dragaldor kept their fires lit. The dragon, how, how impossibly clever. It, it was very strange to find a dragon just laying in the desert. This is concerning that someone else has the Moonblade. This is very concerning. Uh, how? You don't think someone took the Moonblade from from Zergotar? Well, that... if we did think that, it would be good to keep that under wraps, because such a thing would well, cause absolutely. widespread. Absolutely, mum's the word. We should be careful. And she looks around just to make sure nobody's listening, and it looks like it's clear. Um, what do I know about the Moonblade? Run into a check. To see what I would know about it, or would I know anything about it? I feel like, no, I feel you like... left when Zer was okay. not in I power. Like yeah, I think Clara would know about yeah. the Moonblade. Yeah. Let me uh, go ahead and uh, just give me a general history check, and I will. Is the Moonblade like important enough? Is it like an internationally important thing that I would be at least able to? Eighteen. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> the answer to your question is. Yes, the moon, um, so to do a little background expose thing here, all of the leaders, kings, and queens have these relics. Uh. <laughs> the moon blade is, is the relic of King Rat. Uh, Vanatara has one, Sandaria has one, Aberon has one, and Oberona has one, and Azranine has one. The veil does not. It, the Vale, the home of the oracles, and the swamps of Shevatora are the only places that don't advertise or don't aren't, aren't known to have relics. But one of the uh, the Moonblade is one of the relics of the of this world. This is something I must purge with Zer tomorrow. Is there any? Can I? Hold on. Uh, let me resolve Frigga's okay. memory of the Moonblade. So you know that the Moonblade is crafted from obsidian, um, and there's a hole in the hilt that draws in blood whenever it, it, it slays a creature. And you know, as far as you know, um, Zer would never, ever be seen without this sword. Um, it was almost like a, a golem-like obsession. He even slept with it in, in his, within reach. It does quite a bit of damage. It's got serrated teeth up and down the first two thirds of the blade. And the upper third of the blade is kind of like a little diamond shape. Um, when it leaves a scar in something, there is no mistaking. So that's everything you know about the Moonblade. Everything that Zer would have told you. And when you've seen it in action, you know that it packs quite a punch. Yeah. In fact, it's it, it when 
um, Zer overtook the last ruler of Kekaron. The Moonblade was that ruler's, and he took it from the mantle and slayed him with his own blade. And that's how he came into the Moonblade and came into Kekaron. Is there any tale or story that I would have heard at any point of some kind of like prophecy of the artifacts all being collected together to find some like big nothing I've heard like that? The relics are all very hush hush. You know that the okay. you know that the people have them. The the, the loot that the great houses of of uh, of um, well, what was once known as the Talon Empire. All the great houses were given these relics thousands of years ago. Well, maybe a thousand years ago. And they have stayed within that line. Uh, whether it is the usurped Obrona, you assume now that the Thief King has the relic from King Obrona. And you assume that Zer took, you know that Zer took his from, well, Claire Frigga does, took his from the last leader when there was an uprising there. But other than those two usurpers, uh, Lady Vanatara has always had her relic. Um, Averon has always had his. Uh, none of them were quite as flaunting or unwilling to be seen without their relics as Zurgototh. Oh. Zur loved this sword more than anything. The rest of the relics didn't seem to have that kind of effect. All right, so that's a bunch of exposition. <laughs> Lots of exposition. But the Moonblade, uh, so back into RP. She says, well, we mustn't let anyone know. Everyone in Kekaron is always willing to vie for more power. And if they think for an instant Zergota has a moment of weakness, God, I'd hate to see what happens. The gauntlet must go on. It is in two days, Frigga. I'm sure you know the gauntlet's happening in two days' time. Yeah, I meant to tell you that uh, those gentlemen that I was playing cards with mentioned the gauntlet. I thought we might I sign up, but it sounds like we have time. some important business. <coughs> Somehow I imagine that serendipity will find us signing up anyway. That is how th these things tend to go, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you are a general in the war. It'd be, I mean, the, in the army it would be almost uh, uncouth for you to not. These old bones are tired. I, I feel like I must get back to the anima. Thank you for your... for the drink, Glau, and it was lovely to meet your friends. Frigga, always good mm -hmm. to see you. And she takes a drink and it bottoms up, and she got a 19, so she's good. Impressive. She pounds her drink down, slams the glass back on the table, says, uh, Cyrus, come by, I'll fix those arms up. And, uh, as she hops down from this very large bar stool that you're on, the thud that she makes it would be like the thud that Frigga would make if she jumped from a comparable height. Dense. Heavy. Um, once we're kind of done with our drinks, I'm going to head back to my smithy slash house, I imagine. You I'm have, you have a, a, like a very nice chamber in the barracks, which are like right at, okay. ahead of the burnout. Gotcha, gotcha. So is it like an apartment almost? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you've got like an apartment. It's got like even a guest room. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> it's a lot like, you know, just 
think of any college kid's first or second apartment with because normally your first one's a one bedroom, I guess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless you have roommates. But this, you live alone, and your apartment's pretty nice. I'll invite the party to stay there if they want to. Have a pull-out couch. Ooh, do you have a nice place that I could sit and stare into the void for four hours? <laughs> I do. You know, I guess they don't need beds. Yeah. I have some cushions I can lay out. The life. I don't need much room. Well, if we're just gonna like stone or zone out in the couch. Yeah, just back to back, <laughs> eyes at the wall. <laughs> Just in a trance. <laughs> just, the, just the two elves looking at each other, sitting cross-legged. No, no. Don't make eye contact. You don't want to make eye contact for your four-hour meditation. Why I not? I feel like that's the first thing they teach you in elf school. Why not? Can you imagine a worse thing than making eye contact you know, I'm pretty sure. I'm hours? pretty sure that's how elves reproduce. Just unbroken <laughs> eye contact for that's four hours. Sex. That's elf sex. They just they make, just, pro- like, <laughs> eye contact for four hours. It's like the worst dentist visit imaginable. Pregnant. <laughs> Um, you guys get to Frigga's house uneventfully. <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's, it's, uh, it's welcoming. Perception check. Mm-hmm. What's Frigga's apartment look like? Is it nice? Frigga, what does your apartment look like? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fairly nice. Um, it's more ornate in, on the inside than most of Kekaron, um, in that this old style of, like, I like to imagine that there's like the or there's this like l- lot lineage of like orc conquerors who had very like ornate gold and deep red armor and things. Mm-hmm. It's like that, almost like a sort of East Asian aesthetic to it. Very like almost Mongol, but like she keeps it nice. Still clearly K Karani, but mm-hmm. it's expensive stuff. She has expensive taste. Has Frigga ever mentioned having a partner? No. On a 14 perception check, are there any signs that Frigga might have a partner? Um... Like, two placemats set out at the table? No, but there is... On one of the walls, there's a framed sketch drawing of her and a shorter human girl with flowers in her hair. Is it like a really nice one or is it like a caricature from like No, it's nice. It's like <laughs> okay. it's, supposed, it's supposed to be like <laughs> Okay, cool. Like um, like photorealistic. Someone okay. with some skill did that. I didn't know that it was I didn't know if it was like a boardwalk caricature that you got like a really cute date. No. Do you have one of those in another room? No, this was like this was like a traveling bard offered to oh, do it for them. Vezov makes note and says nothing. Time to stare at the wall for four hours, baby. I'm glad I was going to get her to cast alarm. I know we're in an apartment. You can never be too safe. And leave no trace, don't worry. Alright, we will fade to black, take a little break, pick back up in the morning. And now the gauntlet will be in one day. And we are back. Um, what do you guys do in... Frigga's apartment after your four-hour trance, and there's, well, no, there'd probably only be about four hours to go until morning, because you were out at the bar, so you guys don't get a full long rest, but you guys get your full meditation. I mean, they could still, I would let them sleep the extra four, that's fine. Oh, if you want to let, okay, then what do you do for the extra four hours? I'm snooping. All right. (laughs) Roll investigation. Actually, I should probably go to the store. Lilith. Hello. <laughs> Hi. 
Hello? <laughs> Sorry, that, that's an IRL. <laughs> when people call my name. Would you like to maybe, uh, I think the others are going to be sleeping for a while. Um, would you like to go to the store with me? I want to say she was probably in the kitchen when you called her and she poked her head out and she was like, it'd probably be a good idea, there's nothing in here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll pick up some of that, uh, we'll see if the bar's still open. We can pick up some of that, uh, the black stuff and you can try and make some bread or something. I don't know. She I don't know how cooking works. starts rummaging through her cloaks and scarves and looking for a small empty bottle. Uh, is there a, can I just, vis-a-vis -vis the, the life of the city, can I find someone that sells magic items? Uh, deals and magic items at all. Yeah, um, you, when you walked into town, you took note of the sign, uh, it was kind of close to the burnout that had a big map, and you saw that the, uh, region catty corner to the barracks, uh, that you are now staying in, um, <clears throat> is a, it was labeled Bazaar, and you would assume that's where some shops are. All right. I specifically want to find. I want to find someone that deals Money with. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I want to find someone that deals with magical weapons. Like, mm -hmm. we'll buy the some of the stuff I got, and I want to find someone that sells, like, alchemical reagents, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and just roll your investigation as you're walking through this bazaar with Lilith. Fourteen. Um. Oh wait! I gotta roll my four tent rolls. Yeah. Roll your four tents. Oh my god. What'd you get? 17 and a 20. Hell yeah. Hot dice. Jesus. My portrait rolls have been insane, like, every single time. I think you got a nat 20 every time, right? I've gotten a nat 20. No, there's one I didn't get a nat 20, and it was the one I got a nat 1 on. Yeah. Very nice. Alright, sorry. Continue. Um, looking around, uh, a lot of the shops seems to be open air, and it looks like they're selling mostly food. But you do see a, uh... A shop that's got a hanging anvil sign, and written on the hanging anvil it says the fire and brimstone. Um, you also see, kind of across the street, conveniently located, um, there is another shop called, where did it go? Uh, the Crushing Crystal, and it's got like a mortar and pestle on its sign. Excellent. I'm going to head to the weapon shop first and see what I can get for this cleaver. So you walk into the shop. Um, there is a tiefling with a big toothy grin and violet skin and uh, no pencil. Oh, sad times. There's a tiefling with a violet skin, a big toothy grin, and uh, big old black wings, and she's sitting there with her hand, or her head in her hands, kind of like her fingers laced and her head perched on them, and she's smiling real big as you walk in. She's like, hi! Good morning. Good morning. What brings you to town? What can I do for you here at the old fire and brimstone? You're very chipper. Why wouldn't I be? Any day above ground's a good day. Welcome, welcome. Fair point. Um, I'm just here to see if I could, uh, what are you rolling for? <laughs> Nanya. Uh, 
Uh, I'm just here to see if I could uh, maybe offer you this magical item I came across. So, uh, I believe it's... I believe uh, a good name for it would be the Cleaver of Indifference. Uh, Fancy. The brief rundown is that, uh, you know, it's a really good mental health aid. Uh, you know? Okay. Keeps you from feeling strong emotions, etc. Hmm. And also, it's a cleaver, so I assume, fairly good at chopping. She picks it up, she tests the weight, gives it a few chops in the air, and she says, hmm, how much you want for it? Or would you be interested in a trade? Do you have anything particularly interesting to trade? Uh, for something of this value, I do have, and she pulls out a, um, a big old claymore, and she says, uh, this is the claymore of the Great Badger. Interesting. Might I ask why its name is so, uh, I mean, it sounds very illustrious. What's it do? Aside from chopping. Well, of course, it does the slashy slashes, but in addition to that, if you are willing and able, uh, this can not only cleave your foes, but push them away from you, repel them. Hmm. And it also, uh, once you spend some time with it, it really melds to the fingers. Your, your attempts to slay your foe will be, uh, tenfold. Interesting. Meta, she means it's a plus one. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, three charges, and when you expend the charges, uh, it, rega it, it regains all its charges at dawn. It's got three of them, and you can expend a charge to push a creature five feet away from you when you successfully land an attack. Strength trade? Fair enough. I was going to sell this for 350 and I think I can at least turn a little profit off of that. You know, mental health these days. Very important yeah. field. It's very expensive to get at a good mental health aid. I, I'm very aware. Sure. You can have the Claymore and I'll take the, uh, the Cleaver of Indifference. What a, what a charming name. Really chipper. Is there anything else I can do for you? I have, I have other items. Um, typical things you'd find at a smithy if you're looking for any sort of... I mean... Armor, or... You look at these arms, you tell me if you think I'm in here for weapons for myself. Fair enough! Yeah, yeah, I don't think I can lift most of these. Lilith, do you want anything? What was the name of that hammer you gave me? Oh, yeah, you are... You were feeling it a little last night. I don't know a better way to put it. Um, the hammer, it's called the Hammer of Vitality. Um, it'll just make you a little, uh... A little heartier. It'll, uh, you'll gain, uh, you'll be able to take a few more hits. You might be, uh, able to stay on your feet a little bit longer. Hmm. Um. Well, that may certainly hasn't done me any, any favors, so. You haven't, you wouldn't good. happen to have any, uh, anything more suited to my kind, would you? Magic staves, anything of the sort? Hmm. Let me think. And she goes and rummages through the back. She comes out and she has this... It's a quarter staff, And it's got... Uh, it's carved in such a way that it has a spiral through it. Uh, from 
uh, about three inches from the tip. It's the spiral starts, goes about two thirds of the way up, and then it's it's got a a red ruby on the top of the staff. And she says, "I believe this has some magical properties. I'm not entirely sure what they are, but uh, I'm afraid I couldn't part with it easily. I would say it'd be at least two hundred." Tell you what, you barter, right? I've been known to make a deal. And as she says the word deal, her toothy grin expands from ear to ear. Oh dear. Uh, well, if you're working with weapons and armor, I have these bolts of soak that might be useful to incorporate. And maybe if you have some, we'll say, shady customers, I have five beads of smoke from Drogledore. Might be the last mm. to come out of there for quite a while, too, from what I've heard. She tip, she touches the tips of her fingers together, uh, rolling them back and forth, and she ponders it for a minute. She says, hmm, smoking beads, eh? Hmm. All of that and 50 gold, and it's yours. Deal. Shake on it. Absolutely. And she offers out her tiefling clawed hand, and she shakes with you. She gives you this, the uh, the quarterstaff. She says, I'm not entirely sure what this does, to be honest, but... I can find out very easily. In fact, when I do, I might even come back and let you know. Fantastic. Hopefully I didn't screw myself over, but I'm sure I can make good use of these beads. A pleasure. Of course. And, and nothing for you? No, I think not. Absolutely. Well, you all have a lovely day. You as well. Does the alchemical reagent person have a character? Is this going to be Tony the alchemical reagent guy? <laughs> Wait, what? Is it Tony the alchemical reagent? No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's okay. it's uh, it's actually Claire has to name this person. Oh boy. Hmm. Claire has to name the apothecary. Oh gosh. Um. Her name is Shireen. Shireen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a character. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, I'll head over to At the, the apothecary. crushing crystal. Uh, I think we're going to, I'm going to try and see if we can buy these fire elemental tears. As much as I would love to cyberbully a fire elemental, <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to see if we could maybe save some time on this one. It seems like such a rare item. You sure someone would just have it in the shop? If anyone would. That's fair. We could look. Don't Maybe they they might have some cooking spices too. They're right. an apothecary. Her eyebrows go up and <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> All right, what's it look like? What's the what's the sitch? Um, you walk in and it's like that scene from Halsey Castle in his bedroom where there's just oh God. shit everywhere. But then there's a nice little counter and there's a cute little human behind there. Um, you want to describe her? Yes, yeah, the same human in the. In oh, the, it's the same human yeah. in the picture that same I saw. Same human in the picture that you saw. Interesting. That's just going to tuck that away in his little in his back pocket. One <laughs> sec. Her name was Shireen? Yeah. Mm. Mm. What's the name of the store? The Crushed Crushing Crystal. Crushing Crystal. Oh, uh, hello, ma'am. Uh, we have come by looking for some rather rare items. Uh, fire Elemental Tears. 
goodness, I, I can't even, I don't even know where to begin to look for such a thing. I would assume near a fire elemental's face, but I could be wrong. Yeah, well, that sounds about right, but I'm, I'm afraid I haven't seen any fire elementals around here. That's fair. You look awfully familiar. Do well, I? Have we met? Not many elves come to Kakeron. I think I'd remember you if I if I did. That's fair. Uh, what's your name, ma'am? I apologize for being so. We're just in a hurry. I, I'm oh, sorry. No, no problem. I'm I'm Shireen. Oh, Shireen. Interesting. Well, that's all I was really in the mood for. But my companion here is looking for some uh, spices, uh, Herbs, cooking. Anything of that nature. Oh yes, I've got a wonderful herb garden in the back. If you'd like to. Come take a look. I have some magical items and spell components all around. All right. Well, if you peruse, I'll uh, look for some. Do you have any squirrels? I'm afraid I don't have squirrel squirrels. <laughs> Is that what you said? Did you say squirrels? I did not. I have I rusted have... newt. Hmm. I'm I'm all unfortunately all full up on newt right now. Hard oh. to believe. I know. But I don't have any squirrels either. Okay. Well, that's. I appreciate the thought of it. Yeah, well, if you want to pick up some herbs and spices, 11 of them maybe, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Secret ones. <laughs> um, she, she's like, come, come with me, come with me. She kind of funnels along and her really long pointy ears kind of bounce behind her. <laughs> Cute. Um, she takes you out the back door and in the back of this shop there is a lush garden as if the desert has some kind of somehow been terraformed but only in this little five feet by five feet square i guess and everywhere you look there's herbs um there's even a trough with uh different mineral spices like uh well salt and then also you know i'm really upset that the only rock that's tasty <laughs> is salt there's got to be other make tasty rocks. Make a new rocks. one. It's a fantasy oracle. I know. I could make a new one, but I can't come up with more names. I'm all tapped out on names today. But there's also fantasy like salt. dried up peppers <laughs> and um, uh, sun-dried tomatoes that are waiting there. And then, you know, any herb you could think of, it's it's here. The yum rock. A yummy rock. <laughs> <laughs> she kind awesome. of... She makes a point to kind of look at everything and touch every leaf and looks very into everything she's looking at. Um, I think she'll probably pick up like some anything she's never heard of before. Okay. And she's heard of a lot. There is these things that almost look like tulips, but the closer you get to them, you realize that they're actually fruits. Uh, of some indeterminate origin. Do you have mangoes? Are you asking, Shireen? Yes. Mangoes, mangoes, mangoes. I have dried mango. Fair enough, I'll take a bit of that. Okay. Sorry, continue. Just a bit of copper for that. I want to pick up the, the tulip-looking fruit. Maybe like three of them, or however many there are. Mm -hmm. I want to bring them over to her and... Like, <laughs> throw my glasses. Losing glasses and everything and just kind of like present them and be like, what are these? <laughs> oh, um, those are gauche fruit. Um, 
I might be saying it wrong. I think it's gosh fruit. Either way, um, you eat those and there's a chance that you turn invisible for an hour or you become ethereally beautiful for like a day. Mm. It's really a gambit. I've noticed that the red ones taste better. They all taste really good though. If you open them up, you scoop out the innards and you eat it kind of like a kiwi. Yeah, I wouldn't eat the waxy bulb part. It's mm, not very good for good eats. No tentacles. But the insides, mm, delicious. And I've been known to put some of the insides in my parfaits. They're a hit in town. She kind of looks off into the distance and you see the gears turning in her head and she's like, okay, I'll take four of them actually. Okay, uh, four. Well, let's see. For four, normally people don't buy these because they're just so hard to cut into. Um, you know what? They're normally four gold a piece because they only grow here or all the way in Sandaria. But I've had a really good crop this year. Even if you take four, I still got five left. How about we half that? So two gold a piece then. Perfect. I don't, I don't take them. I have, a, I have a very strong friend that can cut these open for me, so no problem. Wonderful. I have a really strong friend too. Yeah, Lilith, do you think Frigga would like this big sword? <laughs> right out with it! Right out with it! Oh, you guys know Frigga? Yeah! Oh, are you... do you know Frigga? Oh, yeah, yeah, she's... Insight isn't check! Isn't she great? Go ahead! Insight check! Go ahead! <laughs> do I burn my 17? Do it. Do I burn it? Bet you will... Mm, what's my insight? Do it. Plus three? Do it. Eight gold? Eight gold, yeah. That's a, that's a dirty 20. We're like, we're about to go into a fucking tournament. Like a tournament literal tournament hey, against, tomorrow. Tomorrow. against tomorrow. the Kakerati military. And I'm like, do I burn this 17 to figure tomorrow. out if these people kissed? <laughs> tournament's tomorrow, love is a turtle. No, I'm just gonna roll. <laughs> Seven. Seven yeah. total? Or yeah. plus three? No, that's the total. I mean, she's kind of wearing her heart on her sleeve. She's really giddy. Yeah. How do you know Frigga? Oh, I I shouldn't go spreading Frigga's business, but Frigga and I have spent quite a lot of time together. Oh! I'm I'm really fond of her. Mmm. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Is, is she is she home? Is she back? Uh yes, we, we actually just came in very late last night. That might be why uh you weren't aware. We were uh We had some interesting business to take care of. Uh but, oh. yeah, ran into a few interesting characters out in the desert. You know how it is. Yeah. Wow, you traversed the desert. That's crazy. But I, I know if you had Frigga with you, you were safe. Yep. Very safe. We took very little cautious activity. Right, Lilith? We were very careful. Well, probably more yeah. me than you, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the real risk taker here. Yeah. Right, right. Well... Frigga's so careful and, and defensive all the time. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call her careful, but I know she can crack a skull or two. That, yeah, that's well, where she's what I was going for. the only one that hasn't tried to get us killed yet. Uh, she jumped off the boat into the ocean, though. Didn't she? She did what? <laughs> don't worry about that. She's fine. We had that under control. That was really more of, you know, you know, she's a little showy. 
Right, right. Well, yeah. I'm sure she'll come see me when she has time. She's always busy with Zara. She'll probably want to speak with him as soon as possible since she's been gone for so long, but I'm pretty sure I'll see her in time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's dead asleep right now, but I'll, uh... I'll uh, let her know. Thank you very much. It's nice to meet you, Shireen. I'll give, like, a little bow. Nice to meet you, and she curtsies. Lilith just does a little finger twinkle, and Charlie turns away. <laughs> yeah, as we Hi. leave, I'm like... Her little ears bouncing as she goes, because she's just so excited about this weird fruit. I knew it. I knew that she knew that. I knew that. What are you talking about? There's a picture of her and Shireen at their house. Ah, I see, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't snooping like some people. I, to be fair, I noticed it when I walked in. Alright? I didn't follow up on anything, we just happened to wander by. I wonder why she hasn't said anything to us. I don't know, she's kind of weird about things like that, probably, Mm, right? Yeah. Old stoic warrior archetype or whatever. As you guys are walking through this bazaar, having this conversation, um... All sorts of street food, uh, stuff you could compare to like bot me, uh, also like Asian infusion. Oh, bot me? This trip back home just got a little sidetracked, baby. Um, also like roasted things, like roasted uh, desert creatures, like there's roasted scorpion, uh, or like dried scorpion, um, all sorts of desert creature type food, and then all with like a East Asian twink swing to it. Oh, you're gonna say twink. Um, twink. <laughs> I, I think all I, food comes with an East Asian twink. Yeah, I think I'm I'm ready to go home and uh, wait for them to wake up. I just have a few quick questions for uh, for Frigga, um, and then we can we can go from there. Sounds good. I got the weird shit I was looking for, so. <laughs> and I got my dried mango. Alright, uh, you I'm walk just, into the I'm house. Just, I'm just waiting. Frigga and Glau are starting to wake up and stir. Frigga, what's the best weird roasted meat you people eat out here? The sandworm. Follow up. Who's Shireen? <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing some digging. I just went by the alchemical store today. I didn't. It was the portrait on the... On the wall, wasn't it? I went to the apothecary and she was there. I mean, I did notice the portrait, but I went to the apothecary and she was there. I didn't mean to meet her. Yeah, she is very special to me. Um, I don't talk about her because I want to keep her safe. Fair enough. Um, um, in fact, I meant to go see her before we see Yeah, yeah, go say hi to your girlfriend. I'm going to go try some roasted sandworm, you said? Very well. Um, Are you getting roasted sandworm? Is it gamey? I don't know. Is it? The roasted sandworm, it falls apart like pork belly. Ooh. Mm -hmm. uh, There's this one shop that used to be here that had a really good barbecue sauce with it. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Well, I'm down for roasted sandworm if we all are. Lilith is standing there. Fruits in hand, with oh. this awful expression on her. <laughs> well, never mind. I'll no, wait. no I'll the roasted sandworm goes great with strange fruits. <laughs> we'll wait for the we'll wait for the pastries. That's fine. Thank you very much, Lilith, for preparing the meal. <laughs> Don't worry. Frigga has to go say hi to her. Oh, to 
that person. Wink. I'm uh, not exactly trying to hide it. I just didn't make it apparent either. Little column A, little column B. Um, have fun with your sandworm. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Okay. Have uh, fun with your sandworm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to have a scene with Shireen? Um, not particularly. <laughs> I do want to. I do want to meet her first before I go see her. Just yeah. Well, then we'll just say you walk yeah. over to Shireen. You guys have like a little, uh, a little moment while uh, Lilith is cooking up whatever it is. And Lilith's using that fruit for. I am going to tell her that as soon as I'm done with this business and with Zer, I'll take some time. Okay. Lashing, sorry. So uh, Lilith, what you making? With these fruits. Well, she mentioned parfaits, so I want to say she's probably, she has it in her head while she makes them, so she must make them here, so there must be something here to make parfaits with, so she is rummaging Looking for Frigga's parfait machine? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Frigga does have, um, in her, how, what's the shelf life on yogurt? You guys have been gone shelf. for a while, so I feel like everything in Frigga's yeah, cabinets no. are probably... My, well, my cabinets are bare, mm -hmm. I would say. You need some fermented horse milk? Why do you have to put it like that? <laughs> we can say that while you were going through the bazaar, you picked up the ingredients and just subtract, like, yeah. a few, like, one silver or something from your inventory, and you got the ingredients for, like, a parfait. Alright. Hot girl party. Let's go. <laughs> Alright. Hot girl summer. Clothing optional. That's of these side clothing. He has very little armor. I stabbed that. <laughs> so, uh, you make your parfait. Does everybody eat the parfait? Yeah. 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 Except for Frigga, who is... Yeah, I'm gone. Hey, yeah, you're gone. There we go. Okay, everybody roll a d6 and tell me what numbers you get. A new die. Can't portent this one. Can't portent one. this. Okay. Two. Okay. Five. Okay, you were already gorgeous, but now you are absolutely stunning. Your skin glows, you look fresh, like you just had the nicest bath in a spa day. You look absolutely gorgeous. These two are invisible. <laughs> huh. Lilith is heavily disappointed because she very much wanted to see what would happen to Glow. <laughs> <laughs> All, I, all your clothes, your clothes and items, you can see, but your skin and body invisible. Am I pretty? Yeah. No. <laughs> it is a market improvement. Yeah. <laughs> I I stabbed as of. No. Do you? Do you? Do you? Think about the implications. You're right. I should wait until you're sleeping and summon my cannon. Vesuv is gonna take his clothes off. He can't be stabbed if he can't be seen. Glock has fairy fire. They call him. They call him. <laughs> so now you guys are invisible. All your clothing and items you can still see. Your skin isn't. Um, I'm gone. I go to the shop. <laughs> what shop? A magic item shop? I don't know. <laughs> I just want to go to the shop. <laughs> so as you walk... <laughs> what? As you walk through town, just an assortment of items and clothing... Just a jumble of clothes. People are Ooh, turning their heads. I have a question. Mm -hmm. 
So our clothes don't show up. Our clothes show up, right? Mm -hmm. Do Glau's like robot hands? Yeah, they're floating. Okay. Just one robot hand. Just one robot hand. It's floating. Just the right. Just hand. a floating robot hand. Mm-hmm. And it's like finger gun. It's like doing finger guns at people as I walk. Like this fucking spider. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, the, the like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Goodmet, Magic Shopkeep. Which one are you going to, the Smithy or the Apothecary? Oh God. Is that one for just like random magic items? <laughs> that would be the Apothecary if you went anywhere. Like... <laughs> oh, I know that Frigg is there. So I'm gonna go to the Smithy. <laughs> no, damn. I, I was so but first, excited. I poke my head out of the thing. I would say, for, I would say you see Frigga like walking back. Okay, to then I go to the apothecary. Okay. Hail and well met, Frigga's girlfriend. Frigga sees walk, just a pair of Glau's boots and Glau's robot hand walking towards you. The and there's a sprite floating behind me, so you know it's me. Oh, by the way, the stuff tastes like dragon fruit. So. Oh, nice. Um, so you walk in, and Shireen's like, "Oh, you've been eating the gosh fruit, haven't you?" I. Wow, what? Okay, um, what can I do for you? I gotta say, when I go to Vanatar, I'm gonna bother your loved ones so much. Oh, that's fine, my mother hates me. What can I, what can I do for you? You must be a friend of Frigga's. Yes, uh, do you, what else do you have? I'm looking for something interesting, something fun. My boy. A little chaotic. Can't bother him. Well, if you're looking for something fun, I have this dust. And... She produces a, like, a purple drawstring bag. She says, watch. And she's got, like, a little fireplace and a hearth with a fire in it. Even though it's the desert. Who, why? Don't know. But it's not, not emitting any heat. It's not emitting any heat right now. And uh, she throws some of the dust in there, and the fire turns bright blue. And then it goes purple. And then it goes green. She's like, I always thought this was fun. That's all it does. But I also have... And then she pulls out a uh, necklace with a tiny acorn on it, and inside the acorn there's like a bell. Um, she says, this will let you talk to plants. And it also makes you um, a little more charming, a little more friendly to be around. How much is the plant charm necklace? Oh, I have, other, I have one more thing. Oh, okay. Let me hit the other thing. <laughs> okay. Um, this will give me a positive charisma modifier with the dagger. This is something... I designed myself and had help making with the use of uh, Mrs. Shadowsteel's tinkering abilities. Oh, yeah, my mom. Oh, that's your mother? Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, check this out. And she has this, she pulls out a belt. She's got the same one on her uh, side, on her waist. And she says, These, this belt is the alchemist's belt. These little stoppers, and it's got two stoppers on each side that are connected by a, a chain and a piece of leather. Uh, I mean, a ring and a piece of leather. And she says, these stoppers will meld, uh, change shapes to fix, fit any bottle. And you can carry any potion, any liquid in there. You just gotta find the bottle and it'll, it'll sob it up and you won't lose your potions, I promise. But if you're more interested in the acorn necklace, that's fine too. I just like to show off what I'm what I'm good at. Oh, it's know? very nice. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I did design it myself. for the acorn necklace. Let's see. In meta, how much gold do you got? Uh, like 90-something. Probably half as much. See, I originally priced this at like 200. I have 98 gold. She's like, well, 
For a friend of Frigga, I could probably let it go for about 80 gold. I'll think on it and come back. Okay. It was nice meeting you. I think you're gonna again and go to, go to the smith. Nice, sir. It's good. Meeting you, disembodied hand in boots. <laughs> the name's Blau Shadow Steel. Got it. So you all meet up again in the bazaar. Am I saying that right? Did I put the right inflection on the right syllable? Anyway, bazaar? The, you meet up again in the bazaar. How bizarre. How bizarre. You meet up again in the bazaar. Uh, you reunite, and the task before you is to go visit Zergota at the Bogzagur. Uh, and that's where we'll pick up next session. Thank you for listening to Dreadpod. Dreadpod is a homebrew DM'd by Emea Ryan. Our characters in this episode, uh, Frigga was played by Claire Holiday, Vizev was played by Dominic, Glau was played by Austin Shepard, and Lilith was played by V. Noctum. Our other player, Arthur, wasn't here, but he plays your favorite rogue, Scorpio Scorpio Esquire III. You can support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash dreadwoodpressradio, or follow us on Twitter at dreadpodgames. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.